Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben and this is the Smoking Hot Confessions Podcast. Hey family, I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. This is episode 8 of season 5. This season covers the 2019 Australian Competitive Barbecue Circuit and includes recordings from some of the biggest and best festivals from all over this beautiful wide brown land of ours. In short, I'm going to be spending the year flying, driving, eating, walking and talking my way around Australia and I'm bringing you along for the ride. In this episode, I'm on the road again and this time heading to far north Queensland for the inaugural Townsville Barbecue Battle. It's the dead of winter in Australia right now, so a trip up north was exactly what the doctor ordered. I'd left my hoodie in my truck at the airport, but it just didn't matter. Situated right on the beach, the sun was hot, the skies were clear and the fresh ocean breeze was only heightened by the delicious smell of meat, fire and smoke. Before we get into it, I'd like to let you know about our awesome online shop. New to the shop is our Hail Mary t-shirt. Drawing inspiration from the iconic barbecue pop culture art by Gil Elvgren, the Hail Mary tee is black like all good barbecue shirts should be, come in both men's and women's cuts in a variety of sources, and of course, feature Mary, who likes her barbecue smoky, spicy, and just a little bit naughty. Check her out now at smokinghotconfessions.com shop. I'd also like to invite you to join us at the Smoking Hot Confessions community on Facebook. If you're looking for a barbecue group that is full of open-minded people who just love to help each other out, the Smoking Hot Confessions community is a great place to continue the conversation. Finally, however you listen to this episode, please subscribe, rate and review the show. It really helps me spread that barbecue love. So without further ado, slip on a shirt, slop on some sunscreen, slap on a hat and join me in beautiful sunny Townsville for their first ever barbecue battle. This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession? Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here at the Townsville barbecue battle presented by Mike Carney Toyota. I gotta tell you, it's the middle of winter and it feels like the middle of summer. It is ripping here today. Got the surf just over there, we've got beautiful sunshine, and of course we've got Chef Ivan here from Barbecue Ferry who does wonderful things for the community with his barbecue. Mate, how are you enjoying Townsville? Oh, you can't slip the Rocky Duke through my home tag. No. Good? Yeah, mate. Okay. Yeah. All right. It was fantastic, mate. Okay. Rightio, good stuff. So what, what's drawn you to this competition? Um, we haven't competed in a couple of years, so um, decided this year I had to get into a competition. It's been a while. Let's just do it. And about four weeks ago we made that decision and we're here. So it's like a coming out of retirement party? In a way, yeah. In a way, we've competed a couple of times back in the past, but yeah, to come out and actually do it again is, yeah, it's like coming out of retirement. Yeah. And you're, uh, you're bringing a new weapon to the uh, competition as well. Yeah, this is the first time for the competition for the big girl. Uh, I've had it for nearly a year now. You wouldn't believe that's nearly a year. It looks beautiful. It looks uh, brand new. Yeah, yeah. It does amazing amount of work for me. Um, it's about 30 gigs I've done in the last just under a year. Wow. That's like every other weekend you're out there. Nearly, yeah. Some gigs have been back-to-back, like do one, pack up, go set up, get ready for the next day. And it's been great. It's, yeah, I can't complain. It's a nice piece of gear. 
Yeah, yeah. So hog pit smokers are a real up and comer in the uh, in the smoker manufacturing scene. What is it that that drew you to Jamie and his work? Um, I saw some of the work on TV, and then I called him up and had a bit of a chat with him about his services. Uh, the way he spoke to me was just fantastic. You know, he spoke to me fantastic, and he told me he could do it. And when I made the final decision, he had it to me really quickly. I, you can't do it so quick anymore because he's that busy, but he got it to me relatively quickly and um, I was able to have it. Yeah, it was fantastic. The night he dropped it off, the very next night I, I had it burnt in and running. Beautiful, man. So give me a rundown on the details, sizes, weights, all that sort of stuff. Okay. She's, um, her name is Buffy after Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, she's a 24-inch unit. She's the only one that was built not on a trailer. He hadn't built one a 24-inch on the trailer. Usually it was his 20-inch. Uh, two shelves on the inside, double insulated firebox. Um, weighs around about 800 kilos. Wow, 800 kilos. 750 to 800 kilos, yeah. So why did you go for it not, not on a trailer? Um, just for the stall. When I do a stall with this, I will only run it at 4.5 by 3. Yep. So if I can put that as part of the stall and inside a fence, it's good. Um, normally we roll it off here, but I figured for the comp, I've got 6 by 6 I got room, just leave it on the trailer. Mate, much better idea than trying to push <laughs> 800 kilos up and down off a trailer. Yeah, mate, yeah. Um, and especially on grass, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for our American viewers, that's about 1,750 pounds, something like that. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big girl. Oh yeah, she she can be quite heavy. Yeah. So do you find that it uh, that it cooks any particular protein the best? Um, I like using it with brisket. It's got a really good. Once you find, as with any pit, any hot spots, cool spots, I find this one's really good. I can get five briskets in this beautiful spot and cook really well. Ah, interesting stuff. All right, well, look, I, I realize that it's time for you to start getting ready for some hand-in, so I'm going to say thank you very much for your time and enjoy this beautiful pit. Thank you very much, mate. Always a pleasure. Hey, folks, Ben from Spoken Hot Confessions here. I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. I know we have here today at the incredible Mike Carney Toyota Townsville Barbecue Battle. That's the first time I've managed to say that and get that out correctly in one go. Yes, it is beautiful here today. And with me, I've got Travis from TB2 Smokers. Mate, how good is this? Awesome, mate. Fantastic. Um, this is a long time coming for, for Townsville and uh, really excited to, uh, to be here finally. It's been, uh, the committee's done a fantastic job. The layout, the rides, there's people cruising around. It's hot. Yeah, it's North Queensland. And yeah, we're cooking barbecue right on the strand. What else could you, would you want? Could not ask for much more, mate. Not much more at all. So tell me, you've actually had to travel south for this one, haven't you? You're, you're even further north. Yeah, so we're four hours uh, north. We live in a little place called Tinaroo, uh, right in the Atherton Tablelands. We're about an hour north from, oh, not north, but inland from Cairns. And uh, yeah, we uh, do our thing up there and yeah, as you know, we love barbecue and yeah, we're here and having a crack. So yeah, oh, it was good. So whereas I was here last night running around going, oh, I'm cold. <laughs> uh, sorry, warm. You would have been running around last night going, oh, it's cold. Not really. We live on the Tablelands. It's a bit higher in altitude as well. So it's, uh, we get a, uh, a re it's really temperate climate. So it's quite cool up there at the moment. So we've had rain for the last 
probably four weeks straight, so it's really nice to see the sun. So, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Now, Travis is, of course, the inventor of the kettle cone. Yeah. Mate, that thing is going gangbusters. Yeah, it's, it's surprised me totally um, how well it's kind of gone. And, yeah, I feel very privileged and very humble that it, um, so many people support it and get behind what we're doing. We're only a small family business and it started from absolute nothing and, and it's rolling on to uh, bigger and better things. And yeah, I can't, I can't thank, uh, you know, the barbecue community for getting around that. So yeah, no, it's really good. Mate, that's because you put such a great quality product out there. Now, if, if people are watching this and, and they haven't met the kettle cone yet, give us a quick description of what it is and what it does. So the kettle cone is a, oh, it's like a, a square shape prism or cone and pretty much you load it full of charcoal and you're cooking indirect high heat indirect in a Weber style or a bullet smoker and uh, we make a few different models um, mainly we try and pride ourselves on customer service and, and stuff like that but yeah getting that really high temperature indirect cooking um, very easy you can turn it upside down as well and I love doing reverse seared steaks with it as well, so half load it, searing your steaks to 128, and then loading it up full of charcoal, putting some grill grates on it, and away you go. Mate, yeah. it sounds fantastic. Yeah. Now, I understand you've actually diversified now as well, and you're building smokers. Yeah, well, that's, that's something I really would love to get into in the future. We'd, I built my first one, a little proto prototype, and, and uh, that's been something that I've been, uh, you know, I do a lot of drawing and stuff and working on a lot of other designs as well with, with barbecue. I'm, I'm Boilermaker by trade, so it's something that I really love doing and, and um, yeah, it's been, smokers, yeah, it's something that will eventually happen. I need to get, uh, obviously, a workshop happening. I'm just at home in the backyard at the moment. Well, not in the backyard, but, yeah, it's... In your, in your man cave. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And... We're just, um, yeah, that's something that we really want to um, keep moving forward in here in North Queensland and, and the rest of Australia as well. So, yeah, no, it's good. And you're actually cooking on your own smoker here this weekend? Yeah, so we're cooking on, on, on my little, uh, oh, it's like a little water smoker as well. So, yeah, just a little little trailer smoker I pretty much built from bits and bobs and, and uh been to a few competitions and seen different ideas of, of I wanted something compact that packed up easy and easy to take down the marquee goes up inside it and you know tables fold down and they've got their own place and Canberra sits on there and yeah double insulated firebox and yeah double insulated yeah so double insulated firebox the thing is so efficient as well and it's a little water smoker as well so it's kind of roughly based on a jambo style um, I don't want to take anything away but from Jambo. I admire Jamie Gear and what he does and, and that whole style of cooking. Um, feeling the moisture coming out of the top of the, the stack is amazing. And, and uh, the product it kind of brings is, yeah, they go really well. So, yeah, I just need to build it a bit bigger. It's, I'll probably build it too small, but, um, yeah, it's something to look for in the future. I was... When I built it, I didn't realise, I was like, oh, is it, is it going to work or not? But, yeah, it's it works, and, yeah, we'll see how we go today. 
Beautiful, mate. Now, is is 2019 the first year you've hit the comp circuit as TB2? Uh, we hit the comp scene in 2017 uh, at Port Douglas at a competition up there. That's where I met Dan and Chris Davies, Dan O'White from uh, Country Boys, and they've been fantastic. Uh, really took me under their wing, and, and that's really how I really launched the Kettle Cone uh, and got right into getting our brand out there as well. And um, But yeah, cr- kind of really growing the community up here. It's really starting to grow. We've done a few masterclasses and stuff like that. We've got them up and we've got the guys from Double Barrel up as well, which is them guys are the statesmen of barbecue in Australia as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, so, yeah, very privileged to, to be part of a fantastic community. Yeah, definitely. Well, look, man, I'm going to say thanks for your time. I, I realise you're yeah. busy. you got handies to prepare for. Yeah. Best of luck with the competition thanks, and mate. thank you. Thanks, guys. Cheers. <laughs> hey, folks, Ben from Spoken Hot Confessions here at the Mike Carney Toyota Townsville Barbecue Battle. That's a big mouthful. I just got it right for the second time. Yes. <laughs> and with me right now, we've got Claire from Queens of Q, one of the first all-female teams in far north Queensland yeah. and I think the only female team here this weekend. That's correct. Yeah. So tell me the story. How'd you all get together? Um, basically, come through a love of barbecue. We all met with Anju, who's one of the owners of Barbecues Galore here in Townsville. And the comp come up and went, you know what, let's let's see if we can do this. We'll give the boys a run for their money and um, we all love it. Let's go. Beautiful. Now, this is not your first outing, though, is it? You've, uh, you've competed before? No, we haven't. Oh, really? No, first ever competition? We are, we are like, we're in, in vying for the, the rookie award so yeah that's something that this competition is doing that i don't think any uh, any others are doing it i think it's a great idea it's the uh it's the the rookie competition so the that the majority of the team has to have not had competed before or yeah, competed never, less never than com- three times or something competed. or never, never competed never competed in aba so yep. Yeah. And uh, and then they've that, they've got a trophy for that. So I, I think that's great to recognise the the newcomers into the scene. Absolutely. Um, I think a lot of teams were a little bit um, put off because it's mainly the teams that have done it a lot of times before. But once they realise there's a lot of amateur ones coming through, we all jumped on board and you know. Yeah. Fantastic. Now this might be your first competition, but you're not playing around. Tell me about the smokers you got here. Well, we've got um, the Traeger Ironwood and the Traeger Timberline, all from um, Barbecues Galore, and um, they're a, a hardwood pellet smoker. So we sort of put them in and set the buttons, and you don't have to stoke fires too much. They look after themselves, but it still gives you that lovely smoky taste. Yeah, they uh, the pellet smokers and the drum smokers seem to be taken over from the. Um, from the traditional offsets a bit at the moment here in Australia. How do you feel about that? I think mainly because they're easier. I mean, we're all time poor. We're all stuck to that to that schedule of having to do this competition and it just makes life a little bit less stressful. So it works. It does. If it didn't, then people wouldn't use it. Exactly right. So tell me about the hand-ins. There's five hand-ins today. There is five hand-ins, Ben. There's um, one o'clock is chicken. So we've got a, a time window between five minutes before and five minutes after for the hand-in. Um, anything before is not accepted, anything after is not accepted. So we're going to have a, a girl at the front that's going to be um, the pusher. Blocker. That's it, to to um, move the crowd so the, the, the goods can get to where they have to be on time. So 2 o'clock is pork ribs, which is mine, so they're all humming away at the moment. So 3 o'clock is lamb, I think. Yeah, it's lamb, which is Anne's. 4 o'clock is the pork 
and five o'clock is the brisket. So. Very nice. So you've actually divvied up the hand in seats to each individual we, team we member. We sort of have, yeah. We have another a team member at the moment, but she's unwell. So we did have five girls and five proteins, but now we've got five girls and four of us here, and we work it out. It's no, you just do it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So what uh, what what ribs are you doing? Are you doing St. Uh, St. Louis baby backs? I'm doing um, spare ribs St. Louis style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why did you go with the St. Louis style? Um, I like the fact that they're all pretty much the same shape and consistency, so there's no, yeah, no tapering off. So all bones are about the same size and shape, and they're mainly straight. You pick a good one, they're nice and medium straight. So that does make things a lot easier. Oh, yeah, they're cutting them when they're curved is a nightmare. Now there is an expression that you don't take spice over the border, so meaning that <laughs> Queensland judges don't like chili. Oh. What, what sort of flavour? Oh, is that a surprise? No, I, I didn't know that. There you go. Oh, okay. Um, oh, there you go. I, I, I like a bit of a sneaky heat, but we I think we're tending to do flavours that are non-polarising, very distinct, but not like, yeah, not too hot, not too boring. So, yeah, a bit of a zing in there somewhere. So Sounds like a solid approach. I think so, yeah. It just, you know, trying to help make everyone sort of feel welcome to the barbecue. So if there's other ladies out there watching this who are thinking about getting into competition barbecue, what message would you like to send to them? Absolutely get in and do it. YouTube is your friend. The Google is your friend. Your barbecue galore team are your friend. It's so easy. There's so much information out and about. Um, your podcast is just simply amazing. I listen to that pretty much every night. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> bit of a fan. But it's, it's, it's not as hard as it appears to be. I think the hardest part is actually getting down your timings and your schedules of what comes next. So that's the hard part. Once you've got that organised, just I've got like a hundred alarms on my phone at the moment, but it's working, so. I do exactly the same thing when I compete. I write out a run sheet and then I program a sequence of reminders with alarms into the phone. I think once you get flustered, that's where you come undone. So if you're, if you're organised and, um, you know, mums are organised. Most of us are mums in this group and we're organised. You've got to have a tight ship. Yeah. So. <laughs> So there you go. If you want to be good at barbecue competitions, have kids. <laughs> don't have kids. No. <laughs> don't, don't have kids. Whatever you do, don't have kids. <laughs> no, kids are great. One of my kids are like 12 and 9 and the 12-year-old just can't wait. If there was a kids a kids comp, he would be in it with bells on. He just loves it as much as I do. So. Well, I, I love to hear that you keep it all in the family. So look, I realise that you're getting ready for chicken, so yeah. I'm going to say thanks very much for your time thanks, and best of luck for the rest of the competition. Absolutely. Thanks, mate. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here at the Mike Carney Toyota Townsville Barbecue Battle on a beautiful weekend. And right now I've got with me Paul from the Meat Jerky Beef Boys. I walked past this sign, I laughed and laughed and laughed when I saw it, so I had to come and talk to them. Mate, how are you enjoying the weekend? It's, it's absolutely fantastic, mate. We couldn't have got a better day. Um, crowds are just starting to roll in. Um, the early start's well been worth it, and yeah, it's, it's, it's set to be a good day. It's really going to work well. Absolutely it is. Now, are you a first-timer? Is this your first competition? Yeah, absolutely. First time. Um, I guess with all rookie teams, you start off at home, you, you, you get to where you think you're good, you wow your friends and your family, so you, you come and sort of challenge it and see where you're actually at with it. Yeah. Right. So what's the uh, what's the path been like for you? What did you start cooking on at home? Mate, I've been cooking, um, I guess traditionally, if that's the right word, for, for quite a few years, and about 12 months ago, just heard about this low and slow thing. Got a cheap little jumbuck kettle from Bunnings. 
and um, stepped up to Weber, then stepped up for an offset, and now, yeah, the whole backyard's just barbecues. Ah, fantastic. Yeah, so it was, yeah quite, quite a quick uh, transition. So how many have you got now? Uh, four, which is probably not a lot in the scale, but I've only got a small backyard too. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. So which did you bring today to cook on? Um, a ranchero offset, sort of a, just a little bit above average uh, offset. I've had it for about six months now and yeah, I've just flogged it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it really gets work out most weekends. Yeah, I'll bet. So of the five hand-ins today, which are you most excited about? Uh, my lamb. The lamb's any cut and I'm actually doing a, a lamb rack. Rightio, yeah. okay. So how are you going to do that? Kind of a reverse sear, you're going to bring it up to 130 or something, then slice it and finish it off on the grill? Yeah, I've pulled the rack back completely, fully Frenched it, so it's still in the rack, but all said and done, it'll be just sliced into lollipops. Um, it'll be a smoke with a rub and then finished off with a, a hot, hot sear with a mint glaze to pull it all back together. Ooh, a mint glaze. Correct. Stepping away from the uh, traditional tomato barbecue-based sauces and trying to give the judges something else. Well, it, it is a regional competition, so judges are probably expecting something a little more sort of traditional type, like, like traditional Australian flavours. Yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah, I'm hoping I can just do something different and maybe surprise them a little bit. Well, mate, I'm, I'm sure that you absolutely will. Tell me about this sign here. This is incredibly interesting artwork. Where'd you come up with the concept? Okay, one of the boys um, on, on the team, um, it's just, just quite handy with, with a pen. We're looking for something left of centre, something to do basically the concept of, of, of the cow doing the cooking. And yeah, it just come up with this. He freehanded the whole bit. Um, we had the stencils made at work. We got access to some pretty cool metal shops and some fabricating gear and um, pulled this off. We've got little ones on the barbecues. We've got them in different places on the uh, on the gazebo here. So yeah, it, it was just a work in progress and this is what we ended up with, the meat jerk and beef boys. Mate, it's very clever. It's uh, it's it's very unique, and I, I love seeing stuff like that. So well done on that. Thank you. And so, I and I just want to say, put a shout out to uh, another one of our boys from Melbourne, Tipsy. Um, unfortunately, couldn't make it this weekend. From what we hear, his uh, missus wouldn't let him, so uh, he's not part of it. Fair enough. That yeah. that that happens to the best of us from time to time. I know, right? So it's uh yeah, he's missing out. He's missing out a big weekend. So do you reckon then that, you're, that you've been bitten by the competition barbecue bug and we'll be seeing you at more and more comps from here on out? I can honestly say, even just from the, the chicken wings last night, the communal dinner that we did, um, just the vibe and the feel, I was hooked straight away. I do love cooking, um, so to do it on a scale like this, yeah, I can't wait. I hope they do it again next year in Townsville. I'm definitely in. Yeah, the, the community certainly does make up a large part of it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I, will, I will say I'm hooked. Great to hear it, mate. Well, look, thanks very much for your time. Hey, pleasure, mate. Best of luck for the for the hand-ins and the competition, and I hope to see you up there grabbing that rookie trophy. Mate, it'll be fantastic. Appreciate it. All right, cheers, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Hey, folks, it's Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here at the Mike Carney Toyota Townsville Barbecue Battle, and one of my good mates who I keep bumping into around and around and around the circuit is Chris from Mike Q for you. Mate, what brings you to Townsville? Uh, well, I was always on board with this being, you know, even if it was going to be an ABA light, my mum lives in Townsville, so excuse to see my mum and cook barbecue, it's got to be a given. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, it's virtually a hometown for you almost. Almost. I've got um, other cousins and aunties and uncles up this way as well, so yeah, why not come up? Uh, you know, they'll be down here later on. I've got my own little cheer squad that'll turn up, hopefully, hopefully for presentations. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Now, speaking of presentations and hand-ins and whatnot, we've just finished the chicken. Tell me what you did for chicken. Uh, obviously, um, pillows, uh, chicken thighs, uh, bone-in, um, in muffin tins. Rightio. And 
without giving away all your secrets, can you tell me what sort of flavour profile you bought for the uh, for the regional judges here? Sweet with a little bit of heat. <laughs> Very descriptive. Thank you. Very descriptive. That's what they. That's what we all say, isn't it? Is it either sweet or it's heat or it's sweet with a little bit of heat? Like, yeah. well, I'm actually kind of curious because there's there's a bit of a bit of a saying that you don't bring heat north of the border. Yep. So I'm just curious, sort of what what oh, people are are putting in here. I, I did make sure that the chili seeds were picked out of the sauce. So yeah, but they're in for a treat over there. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So how's your 2019 been? I don't think I've seen you yet this year. Uh, we've done uh, Bundy, so we. Did did actually get a second in chicken at Bundy, so yeah, really, really stoked on that one. Tough, tough field. I think it was 49 teams from memory or something. It like was that. a big one, yeah. It was a big one, some <laughs> tough, tough competition. Uh, good old Lucas from uh, Roland Smoke come up and uh, played the field and took home the five grand cash money. Um, yeah, good on him for, the, for doing that. And um, yeah, we were 15th overall, so um, I've got a whole new team. I'm ta top, top, uh, tagging. Uh, friends and relatives from all over, you know, Queensland to do my three ABA competitions for this year. So, um, Burley's going to be our next step. I know it's not an ABA, but it will be a KCBS, and it's going to be a bit of a fun one. And then we're doing King Roy. Oh, rightio, interesting. So, with with Burley being a KCBS, are you going to do Cleveland and the one on the Sunshine Coast so you can be eligible for Team of the no, Year KCBS? I, I personal commitments, uh, money, travel. Family, this, that, and everything else. I've got the rest of my year planned out, and it's just falling, falling away. Uh, to do Cleveland, um, I am actually going to be in Brisbane next next weekend, so I'm going from Townsville to Brisbane next weekend. But I'm actually having a family holiday. Take my kids to Australia Zoo. I've got to have some family time in amongst the queuing. <laughs> do you though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wife that lets you out and play, so you got to you got to stay at home and yeah, appease. <laughs> got to keep the family happy, yeah, man. That's yeah, exactly yeah, it. yeah. So, of the five hand ins, what are you personally? Uh, Got your uh, got your hopes out for um, chicken. Um, trying a few different things with lamb this year. Um, we'll just see what happens on that side of things. I did drop a brisket earlier, so I've only got one. I've only got one. So the other one's been wrapped up and just put to the side. So that way, if um, anyone says, "Oh, you dropped the brisket," rah, 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 it's, it's put aside and it's all. It's all. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but if a brisket falls in the middle of the night and no one's around to see it. Yeah, it's a bit like a tree, but I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You, you don't want to be that guy. That's exactly it. So, yeah, no, play the, play the rules, play the games, and I'm in for, in for some fun today. Looking forward to it, mate. Well, look, best of luck with it all. Yep. Thanks for taking time out. I, I, I know you got to get ready for the next hand-in, which is... Nah, pork ribs. And they're pork still cooking ribs. at the moment. So, yeah, no, we'll be in for, in for an interesting one. They're close when I checked them just before, but, yeah. We'll give them a sauce here shortly and hopefully they're ready to rock and roll. So I'll circle back in about 35 minutes? Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks, thanks, Ben. Thanks very much. <laughs> hey, folks, Ben from Spoken Hot Confessions here. We are one hand in down at the Mike Carney Toyota Townsville barbecue battle. Next one's up to pork ribs. And there's no one better to talk pork ribs than Dan from Country Boys Barbecue. Mate, how's it going for you? Uh, so far, Ben, this has probably been one of the best comps that we've had all year like the atmosphere the people it's it's amazing really is the location can't beat the location right on the beach at the strand it's it's just awesome it is absolutely cracking isn't it and has haven't the public really just grabbed it there's a massive crowd here it's fantastic um like they're expecting five to ten thousand people today and i mean it wasn't open till 12 o'clock but people started rolling in asking questions at eight o'clock so yeah. it's been amazing they're keen they're very very keen yeah absolutely so next hand in is is pork ribs mate yep. walk me through your your pork ribs so we uh 
get our pork ribs through Borrowdale Pork, um, through Low and Slow Meat Co. Um, we probably got, you know, with the combination of the sort of the sponsors that we have, um, I think our, we've just been able to nail sort of a great flavour. You know, it, we, it's something we continually do pretty good. So, um, you know, I haven't changed the pork sort of for the last two years. So, and that's how long I've been involved with sort of Lane, Seven Sins and, and Badass. So, you know, it's just a combination of those three, um, you know, the, the wood that we get, the charcoal, every flavour aspect of it comes into play. Yeah, and there's so many different ways of doing them this way too. I've seen people hanging them in barrels, yep, hanging yep. them in bullet smokers, yep. but you're still uh, running them through a traditional stick burner. Through the through the offset, still like a, nearly a five-hour cook for us. It's it's all still what we were doing when we first started. Beautiful, man. I'm, I am partial to stick burners myself, so I'm glad to see you sticking with the traditional methods. Yeah, no, it's, it's as I say, it's something that we haven't changed for a few years. We, we've got a gateway. We cook some stuff on the gateway, just not the pork ribs. Excellent, beautiful. So, being a bit of a regional competition, yep. do you alter your profiles for like regional versus urban comps? No, no. You just run the same all the way through. Same thing all the time. As I said, two years haven't changed it. Doesn't matter where I go. If it was to do a meat stock in Sydney or Melbourne, same. It doesn't matter. Beautiful. And do you go? Uh, you're St. Louis, aren't you? You always do St. Louis. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Beautiful. Why do you go St. Louis over like baby backs? Something like baby backs, unless they're given to us um, in the comp sort of, um, I don't tend to cook baby backs at home and things like that as well. So it's not something that I sort of use too often. I think they tend to dry out that little bit. The little bit of loin meat on the curve of the bone can be a, a tricky thing to keep moist and, and that. So, I mean, just by using the uh, St. Louis ribs just with Good intercostal meat is just great. Nice bit of marbling. It's it's just great. Beautiful. And do you always go with the Cadillac cut or do you cut them differently? Um, no, we we make sure that sort of we've been able to... Oh, I cut our ribs. I'm a butcher, so I cut all of our ribs and things like that ourselves. Make sure that you want to try and get your, your straight bones. Okay, you want to try and get that. And pretty much just make sure you've got a good length for the box size. If you want to aim for six ribs um, just in the box or you want to do six on six for, you know, having 12 so they get a bit of a pick, just make sure that you're um, pretty confident in, you know, what you've got before you even start cooking. And put the best six on top because they're the ones that the judges will take and then the officials will get the rest. Pretty much. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the way we try and work it too. Very good, mate. Very good. Look, thank you very much for your time. I realise that you're busy. You've got to head back over there to the smoker and get back on those ribs. Yep. Thanks very much. Thanks, Ben. Hey, folks. Ben for Spoken Hot Confessions here. We're uh, past lunchtime now at the Mike Carney Toyota Townsville barbecue battle. They don't come much better than this. Big Willie, how are you enjoying yourself? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm having a good time. Been in Townsville for a couple of days. I did a class on Thursday night, and then I had a bit of a look around yesterday, and now we've got the event today. Um, yeah, very friendly people. I like it up here. Long way to come, but um, it's worth it. Townsville's a beautiful spot. Mate, it's the middle of winter and we're having a barbecue competition on the beach. I know, and I'm, I'm sweating, I'm hot. It's uh, it's quite interesting. The stage is set up in the background from the stage is Magnetic Island and this beautiful beach. It's uh, yeah, quite spectacular. It is, it is. But we've got lots of things to talk about today, so let's kick things off with the top of the points ladder, mate. The top of the points ladder. So, yes, very interesting. Um, look, there's a little bit of a... a, a an idea that Butcher's Axe are going to win this year, but there's a couple of teams really chasing them down, and I think 
Look, I'll be honest, I if I was trying to chase him down, be doing as many competitions as, as you could. Um, obviously, Badass Barbecue is not competing like we used to. Um, there's a real chase for that first spot. And a couple of the Melbourne teams, look, they're all good mates, but I can tell you what, there's some serious rivalry there. No names mentioned, um, no faces either. Um, but yeah, this is not even smoky faces. No, 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 smoke, no, 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 no smoke faces, grillers, no, no. Oh, okay, all right, good. But you know, they're they're really keen to knock them <laughs> off the top, and I, I hope they do because that's what it's all about. You want to try and try and um, you know, you want to try and win that. The barbecue score leaderboard is something that we've been up in the top ten a few times, and it's the best of the best, and that's where you want to be. It is, it is, and with the um, with the 2019 changes. You've also got to hit the biggest competitions too, because if there's a tie, the countback is on how many people you beat. That's right. So, look, it's very, it is, it is, and it isn't complicated. But the way it's set up now, I think, is, is good in a sense that the good teams will win. So you, you've got to, you've got to win a couple of the big ones, but you also got to win some small ones, and you've got to, yeah, you've got to be the best overall, which is the way it should work. So um, there was some conjecture about the way it worked in the past and you know some people aren't happy with it now, but you're not going to please everyone. But I think it, I think it is a, a good position um, to let the best team win on the day. Yeah. And I, I think it's important too just to note that um, that it is a process of continual improvement and it's, it's, it, it's worth noting that there is that commitment to continuous improvement. And so sure, not everybody's going to be happy with it now, We'll get a few more people happy next year. We'll get a few more people happy in the year after that. It, it grew so quickly. So, you know, I was there for, for the start of it and it grew so quickly that there was going to be some speed bumps and everything always needs improvement. So I think the guys at the ABA are doing a really good job. Rachel's up here this weekend and um, I saw the, the judgy tents on the beach, by the way, right over there on the, on the water. Tough it's gig. So good. Tough um, gig. And, you know, so the, the, the guys that got working for them and the guys that are sort of working out strategy to move it forward seems to be... They seem to be in a good spot at the moment, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Now, where are you on open categories? Um, I like it. I actually, I, I've always been an advocate for new and different categories. Open, so they've got open pork at this one. So um, there's always been Cracklegate and things like that, but open pork means open pork. So I've seen some of the teams are putting some ribs in the box. Some teams are doing pulled products, but some teams are doing some really different stuff that, um, you know, let's see what the judges think. I, it gives, there's a lot of teams out there that can cook brisket fairly well and they always sort of land middle of the pack and that's a good achievement. But it's these newer categories they can really have a shot at and they've got a, it's a level playing field because the teams that are at the top have been doing this for three or four years, they've got it down to a fine art. Um, and, and we did as a team at one point, we would rock up and we cook the best brisket every time. We're like, all right, that was good. Wouldn't always win, of course, but some of the newer teams now got a shot at trying some different stuff, different cuts, and it's a bit more of a level playing field, if you like. Yeah, yeah I, I like the idea because it, it encourages creativity. Um, I was recently traveling around the States, interviewing people from Alabama, Louisiana, yep. and I was asking them, how does your background from where you come from influence your hand-ins? Thinking that, you know, you're gonna get some Creole and some Cajun hand-ins. And without fault, every single one of them said, it makes no difference whatsoever. I just cook KCBS style. That's right. And that and that, that's what I think we need to get away from. It'll, it'll take some time. But, you know, as in, let's not go, okay, we're not doing brisket anymore. Let's, but let's go, let's try some Australian stuff. Let's do more seafood. Let's do, definitely, I'd love to see lamb, you know, those lamb comps at 
the happening hour are awesome because lamb's an Australian staple. Um, the dessert categories, it makes it fun because one, the, the teams have been doing it for a long time are getting a bit bored of it, I think. You know, they're just doing the same recipes and it, it's a process. Look, they win, so um, you can't fault them for that. But these newer comps with some few different little flavours, if you like, I think it's great and adds some variety and gets everyone excited about it again. So, yeah. Yeah, it's all good stuff. So, mate, you're doing Ready, Steady, Q later on today. Yeah, haven't even thought about that yet. Haven't um, even thought about that. Well, um, <laughs> I was going to ask you what you were going to do, but... Uh... No, well, so interestingly enough, so Ready, Steady, Q, there was a TV show called called Ready, Steady, Cook. Um, so they give me some mystery box. So in that mystery box is a bunch of ingredients that we've got to um, cobble together, an entree main and a dessert. I'm going up against the, one of the best chefs in town, if not the best chef in town, Michael Bryan. And um, I'm bloody petrified because one, I'm, I'm okay at cooking when I know what I'm doing and I've got a bit of a list and I've got a, a plan in my head, but having a box of meat thrown there and some ingredients, um, it could be a bloody disaster, I'll be honest. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Well, mate, best of luck with it. I'm looking forward to seeing what you come up with. No worries, mate. Lovely to see you. We're on the plane on the way home together, so we can sit next to each other. Oh, Burby's in the air. Mm. There we go. Uh, hi, my name's Jay, and I'm from Meatstock, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions. Hey folks, Ben for Smoking Hot Confessions, and I've managed to snag a couple of minutes with our celebrity chef who's with us this weekend, Adrian Richardson. Mate, how are you enjoying Townsville? I love Townsville. I mean, we've got the cars in the background, we've got the beautiful beach over there, we've got a party going on in the back. It's a great town. I'm, I'm coming back. Me too, man. I'm having a ball. I'm having a ball. So run us through some of the things you've been doing this weekend. Well, I've been eating a lot of meat, that's for sure, but just trying lots of different barbecues. I've been sneaking around the back of all the uh, all the competitors, and they've all been great. They've been giving me little tidbits, and uh, you know, I've been trying lots of different things that's amazing there's some real class competitors there there's a couple of guys that it's their first time they're doing well and i think they're to come back with with a lot of experience and that's what it's about isn't it absolutely yeah this this competition is doing a a rookie of the of the championship uh um, award, which I think is going to be really supportive of, of those new teams. It's fantastic. I think it's a great idea. I mean, this sort of event, it's going to get bigger. And the more people we get, the more support we get from the rookies and, and, and the crowd that comes along, um, I think it's just it's just going to be something in every single town. Every single town, town and city should have one of these events. Yeah, It is definitely growing and it is uh, becoming part of our culture more and more. So as a chef, what impact um, is barbecue having on the wider food scene? Uh, I, th I think you're seeing a lot more of the uh, of the barbecue. People are getting smokers into their kitchens. Um, I've got a smoker and I've had it for years, but but that little that flavour of the smoke, people are becoming more attuned to. They like the slow cooking, um, and I'm starting to see a little bit more and more of it on menus. You know, you can get a pulled pork burger in, in a pub. You know, and when you get that sort of stuff is happening, it's a really good thing. I think it's great that, that people are trying different things and also using secondary cuts. And it's not about just having a burger. You know, there's a brisket burger, a pulled pork burger, a fried chicken. Burger, you know, I'm just going crazy there. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, man. It's all good. So, of the different barbecues that you've seen here, do you have any particular favourites? Are you an offset man or a, a bullet smoker man? I think anything cooked over charcoal is good, but um, I, I think the offsets are great. You know, if you've got the time to sit around with the boys and have a few beers, but I do like the pellet ones. You know, you can sit and forget, and I like the both of them. Personally, I just like to chuck some charcoal down and grill the meat. That's me. I haven't got the time to wait all night. You know, for, for stuff. but. <laughs> You know, um, but it's a great way of doing it. I think the more people stop and think about what they're eating, you know, take the time to cook it, you know, they, they're going to enjoy it more and probably pass on that enjoyment to other people. That's what food's about. That's an important thing. It is. It is. It's sharing the joy, sharing that, sharing that food. And for me, also, it's about 
crossing cultural boundaries for me as well, because food brings everybody together. And I think that's some of the real power, power that barbecue has, as there is some form of barbecue in almost every culture out there. So There is, I mean, I, I've said it before, but we've actually traced it back. My ancestors were the first ones to drag a woolly mammoth over the coals and roast it. So, I mean, Your ancestors. it comes from my ancestors, that's guaranteed, but um, wow. that's the truth, apparently. But, um, <laughs> but, but it's one of those things we've been doing. And when you've got an open fire, and when you've got some, some meat cooking, it's something relaxing and calming about it. You know, you can see the food cooking, you know it's coming. Um, you can have a cold, refreshing, you know, beverage while you're doing it, but it's something, you know, sharing about it. I think it's something, you know, deep within us. It's always been there. And because it's coming to the forefront now, we're not just cooking inside, we're actually taking the time to cook. I think it's bringing people together in community, tribes, if you want to call it that, it's important. Absolutely. Now, I did just see you before doing a bit of a steak demo up there on stage. What tips do you have for the viewers for cooking the perfect steak? Look, the most important thing is buy good meat. When you buy good meat from a butcher, be prepared to pay a little bit more. That will be the most important thing. And when you've got good meat, you know, make sure you put plenty of salt on it uh, on both sides, salt and pepper on it. Salt loves meat, meat loves salt. I've got the t-shirt, you know what I mean? Must and be true. It is, and, and, and that's what brings out the flavour. Maybe put some less salt yeah. on veggies if you're worried about that. No one's going to eat the veggies anyway, but that's what you you want to do and then of course you know I always sear it on both sides and keep turning it and then rest it for half the cooking time and one of the things I like to do often if you're cooking for a couple of people you buy individual steaks but have a think about buying a thicker piece of meat or a couple of big thick pieces of meat cooking them resting them and carving them I find you get more moisture more flavor uh, more juiciness and that's a great way of eating as well you can buy a couple of different types of steaks grill them you know and then carve them and then you know you've got some different things to try much better way of eating steak Fantastic, mate. Look, thanks for taking the time to share those tips with us. I realise that you're on a cracking schedule here today, and I can see the fellow over the back here. He's given me the wrap this up gesture. So thanks very much for your time, Absolute and enjoy pleasure. the rest of Townsville. Thank you. Hey, folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're well into the afternoon here at the Mike Carney Toyota Townsville Barbecue Battle. You can hear things are in full swing. We've got a stage full of stuff happening. The teams are kicking off. Where everyone's having a great time. With me right now is i got Brad from Berserker Barbecue. Man, how are you going? Good, yourself? Mate, I'm having a ball. I'm having a great time. Yeah, this is our first comp, and, yeah, it's, it's a lot harder than it looks. But, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't quite what you were expecting? No, no. It, yeah, it really is difficult, yeah. Between the lack of sleep and doing stuff you've never done before, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, barbecue is definitely an endurance sport. Yeah, uh, full credit to all the top teams that do it, you know, regularly and do it well. It's it's a lot of work. So what did you think it was going to be coming into it? Um, we did a lot of practice on our dishes and that, but not the time. Time management's probably been the hardest thing to, you know, know when to do each step to nail it on that final 10 minute window. That's, yeah, been far and away the hardest. Yeah, getting the timings right for sure, yeah. yeah. And when we do our practice, we're fully rested, you know, we're no sleep last night and your eyes are hanging out of your head now. It's and most people just typically practice one meet at a time. They yeah. don't they don't practice as if it were a competition doing five handing, so Yeah. It all adds up and just snowballs one after the other. Yeah, yeah. You get a little bit of nerves on one thing, it moves on to the next time. It's yeah, absolutely it does. Now you've got a very unique little cooker here. You've got a yeah. um, an Ozpig that you're using this weekend. Yeah, um, yeah I've owned one for about seven years and yeah, it's just amazing. The stuff you can cook on it, it's quite phenomenal. It's so versatile. So explain it to me, man. What what sort of different things ca can you cook on it? Uh, originally, I started out just doing camp oven stuff. Um, 
you know, stews and curries and soups and and then then I got the grill and you can that was a beautiful steak and then uh, rotisserie um, pizzas and yeah pretty much anything anything you do in your kitchen you can do on that um, with the camp oven the size of the camp oven is probably your only limit what you can fit in it and yeah just it's just a mini oven so what's the biggest size camp oven you can throw on it uh, probably a 12 inch Oh, that's, that's a fair size yeah. camp oven. Yeah, you can get a lot of well in it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, what I'm most interested in is the smoker attachment on top. Yeah, um, it's been two years in the making. We've had quite a oh, three or four prototypes and a lot of research go into it, different steel thicknesses. And yeah, two weeks ago, we finally all, all sorted on on what we were happy with and yeah, what we think is a pretty good product. So what are you cooking in the uh, in the Ozpig smoker for this competition? Uh, we've just bought it for snacks for this one. Okay. Yeah, because I'm still learning on it and yes, but yes, just a cool beauty. I had a bit of a squizzer before. I'm looking forward to seeing some uh, things like hanging ribs in there and things like that. Yeah, um, we run a little competition we do yearly and I hung some in, in that as a bit of practice for that and yeah, it comes up pretty good eh? Very good. Awesome. So of the five handies today, which do you think is going to be cracking for you? Uh, the lamb. The lamb, oh, okay. Grand's lamb. Beautiful seasoning and the juice is just to die for it. It's very nice. Excellent. Well, mate, I'm going to cross the fingers for you. Yep. Thanks for taking the time out to talk to me. I realise you've got to get prepare another hand yep. in. Best Thank of luck you. with it. Thank you. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. This is a very special opportunity for me. I've managed to track down uh, Shane from Ryland's Barbecue Obsession and this man happens to have the first ever Weber Specialist store in Australia. Mate, before we get into that, how are you enjoying this weekend? Oh, great, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, uh, this is the first, another first for Townsville, uh, this event. Uh, it's been in the making now for, what, 12, 18 months, and uh, real, real pleased to be part of it with uh, the Pit Boys, yeah. And I understand that you are involved with it from day one. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had Justin come and talk to us. Uh, we said, look, he wanted to know uh, what our story was, and we said, look, mate, we'll give you a hand wherever we can. The web has got a big brand name, and, uh, yeah, low and slow, smoking, Fast cook, gases, all of it. Just about every every barbecue you can imagine. Weber does have it all. And when it comes to, uh, say, the SCA competitions here, the State Cook-Off Association competitions, the little Weber Go Anywhere is the go-to weapon uh, for us here for that State Cook-Off. So that's, oh, well, that's a, good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good little bit of gear. Well, we can understand the amount of barbecues, the GAs that we sell in a month. Beautiful. We, we can see they're going out there, mate. Good, man. <laughs> what, are they outselling the Smoky Mountains 5 to 1 or something now? Oh, they, they probably outsell them, but uh, the Smokies are going pretty good too, yeah. Well, now that we're starting to get some of that low and slow culture sort of inserting itself into the overall Australian culture, man, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. I reckon you're right, man. Yeah, I reckon you're right. Um, it's to do with the rubs, the sauces. The, the, our culture is similar to taking it easy and uh, yeah, that low and slow is what people want, mate. Yeah. yeah, now, as I said before, you were the first Weber Specialist store in Australia. How did that come about? Uh, mate, I'm gonna correct you on a Weber Specialist. Okay. Uh, we're the Weber store. So uh, Weber store being 
Um, we are a weather specialist, but it sort of builds it into um, into everything weather and nothing else. Oh, so, so it's like the next level above. The next level above is a specialist. Wow, okay. So um, we opened the first one in Townsville about three years ago, and uh, I believe we've just opened, uh, Weber's just opened their 20th Weber store uh, on the Gold Coast about a month and a half ago. Yeah, I believe that was a Weber specialist that he uh, he bumped up the chains. So. That's it. That's how it happens, yeah. So um, once you've got the the Weber culture in your veins, uh, it's all it's all good, yeah. So, so what's that like? Do you just get a phone call from Mr. Weber over in the states, and he says, "Hey, listen, I want you to do this"? No, no, it happens uh, more selectively. Uh, Weber Australia, um, the McDonald family own Weber here in Australia with the specialists and the Weber store people. And um, it's all about you need to be invited in. You've already proved that you can do it. Um, very few, I think, would be people that haven't been associated with the brand before. You really need to know what it is and to love it, to have that culture, the Weber culture. Yeah, absolutely. Now, something that I'm really like very interested in is the new Weber Summit charcoal. They're beautiful. They really are. I think it's it's like the four sorry it's like the four pillars of um, of what you can do with a barbecue. Um, you can do you low and slow. You can smoke. You can roast and barbecue. So it truly can do the whole gamut, Ben. Yeah. So we're down the temperatures, the temperature ranges that they sit at, the way it uses the heat, the humidity it keeps in the barbecue. It's all good, mate. It, it's it's proven to me it's probably uh, as good, probably better than a lot of the opposition think that they are. So I know there's good uh, cookers out there. Um, people make claims, but that's the big American made, the big Weber brand. Uh, it's winning a lot of shows over there, I believe. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that for a second. So, look, I'm going to say thanks for your time. Thank you for, for sharing that story of the uh, first Weber store in Australia with me. Yeah. And um, I'll let you get back to the uh, to all the customers here that want to get in here and get all these good barbecues. Good on you, mate. Uh, I think uh, I think that we're um, happy to be there, and it's, it's a great brand. Happy to be part of all these shows that happen, Ben. Good on you. Thank you. Thanks very much. Cheers. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. You can see the sun is high above the yard arm. We're cracking through into the afternoon here. And taking five minutes out with me right now is Raf from Two Smoking Arabs. Man, from go. Sydney to Townsville. Yeah, you know it is. We've got to travel. Mate, it's all about barbecue love, isn't it? It is. Barbecue love all the way. Yeah. All the way. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to sit at home in the cold and you come up here in the heat. Exactly, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, last night was freezing. It was about Yesterday was about five degrees in Sydney. So I'm up here in, what, 28 today? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a pretty rough winter lifestyle up here, I think. <laughs> yeah, very rough. Very rough, I'm telling you. With no, we didn't even put blankets on when we were sleeping. Yeah. That's how hot it was. Yeah. Oh, different. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's pretty good down here. I love the turnout, as you can see. So good. Oh, mate. Yeah. Um, what I do? This is supposed to be a small regional comp, and it's packed. Well, definitely, yeah. Well, yesterday they were estimating between 10,000 people. Well, we didn't, I, I thought maybe they were pushing it a bit, but, you know, they might be pulling it. It's, it's got to be close. Yeah, 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 definitely close. Well, you know, like, people coming in, they're friendly. 
they, they, they come up and talk to you and we sneak in a bit of food on the side after we've um stops. Oh my back was turned when they took it. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. Yeah, so they get a taste of what we really do. Different like they don't you know, like you can't just throw all that food away. No. Seriously. No. You know and, and when you're flying in, flying out, you can't take it home. I can't take it home. And I, like I got a mate that I use um his name's Thomas. He's in Cairns. That's who brought up using his gear. Um, so that was a privilege, you know, like to get someone up here to use their gear. Because yeah. otherwise, no way in the world you could do it. Hold it up for three days. Yeah, no, you'd, you'd, you'd never want to do that. No, 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 definitely no. not. Oh, so it I, depends if the family came up. Three days, four, you take it a week week on a holiday. Oh, sure, turn it into a family yeah. holiday, yeah. Dragging yeah. up three tons of stuff. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Family show, it's stuff. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> Definitely family show. Well, I was I was going to ask about yeah. the whole um about the whole FIFO sort of organisation of that. So you have you've got a a fellow uh, member of Two Smoking Arabs who lives in Cairns, did you say? That is correct. Yep. What and he so, does is he um as you know I don't do pork. Yep. Right. So he does all the pork for me. Um, where he gets his own his own rubs, own utensils, own everything. Like doesn't use nothing that belongs to me. Um, it's part of obviously the, the religion, the faith. Yep. Um, and he does it all. But with this week, it's all his gear, so he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> right? On my own personal gear, no way in the world. Nah. Because I serve my community, so it has to be the way Absolutely. it is. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's good, it's good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy for I'm happy that he's joined, like comes and helps me. Yep. And vice versa, if he's doing a comp here and he needs my help. I'll come up and give him a hand. So you're a bit more of a barbecue mentor this weekend then? Well, yeah, that too, and a, and a cook at the same time. So yeah, <laughs> we're teaching him a few things. Well, he's he's pretty good at what he does. Yep. Um, as you know, he, he's got a similar uh, bit to what I have. He's got the Yoda Frontiersman. Yep. Um, so we, 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 it's where we know how to use it. Yeah, yeah. And also use yep. the Myron Mixon, obviously. Yep, yep. Yep. So that's, that's, that's a good unit too. That has a very good reputation now. That the... Um, Broke. First, yes. second, and third. From Broke BBQ. Yes, well, that, yeah, they, yeah they're, they're good boys, those boys. Yeah, As yeah. you know, Richard also helps me. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, they were going to use the uh, Moyota pit, but I said, why don't you just take the mine and see what happens? Yeah. And they took the mine and yeah. look what happened. <laughs> so that was great. Yeah. Uh, that, full respect for the boys. You know, they've done it really good. They, they, they do hard work. Sorry about the other two boys that didn't turn up. Well, we already discussed them in that other interview. They I heard they, they must have been the dead weight. Yeah, uh, yeah well, it looks like it. But, uh, <laughs> we can't say that. Sorry, Richard. No. But, well, I, I, I haven't had any hate mail about it, so I'm assuming they're fine with it. So. Well, they are. Well, they both had kids, I think, um, so that's yeah, why they didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it is what it is. If I, my wife got, you know, had a kid in that, I, I don't think she'd let me go either. Yeah. Now, she's the boss. She's, yeah. the, she's the second smoking Arab. Yeah, oh, okay, So, right. yeah, it's a husband and wife. Uh, team. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, so that's, right. that's the two smoking arrows. Yep, yep, yeah. gotcha. Now, I've seen some of your brisket work on the social media, man. You do some great stuff. What can you tell me about the brisket cook you're doing here this weekend? Well, the brisket cook here is different, totally different to um, commercial cook. When you're serving, um, when you're doing a cook, um, catering, um, pop-ups, all that. The reason is you can't serve them what we serve the judges. Of course. <laughs> because you got the you got the, all the flavours, flavours, <laughs> right? Um, and it's a bit more taut and tougher than what you do for commercial. Um, from cooking four, maybe four tons of brisket, maybe over a year, even probably wow. more. Probably more, I don't know. So, well, in Ramadan, we cook probably over a ton. 
Yeah, oh, for sure. So, yes. um, cooking that much brisket, we, we tend to learn how to cook brisket. Exactly. But yeah. listen, don't get me wrong, you still fail sometimes because each meat is different. You, you can't get, like, you, you can get two pieces of meat from the same butcher, right, at the same time, and one will cook better than the other. Yep. So you, you never know. You know, like some people say, oh, but, you know, you cook so much of it, you can never tell. You can get, the, the, the cow could be an old fart, you know what I mean? Or one could be that hasn't seen, eaten any grass at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it really depends on how you massage the cow. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah. but it's, it's pretty good. I, like, I enjoy... I enjoy smoking, you know, like smoking the meat, smoking, it's, I, I gave up my actual job to pursue this full time. Oh really? Yeah, the cooking, the pop-ups, the, the catering, the events and all that sort of stuff. And obviously um, the uh, comps. So what was that feeling like, just jumping in the deep end and saying, right, that's it, I'm not gonna work anymore, I'm gonna do this? Well, to start off, I, I told the wife that's what I wanted to do, and great woman, she supported it. She, at first, she was a bit worried because she did. She said, "Smoking, who's gonna like that?" And then um, she, everybody, hello. <laughs> and well, she's seen, she's seen um, what how it works and how many people are really getting into it now. When we first started, what two years ago, we actually started commercial two years, a year ago in Ramadan last year. Um, but I've been cooking for about family and friends for almost two years, right? And and she's seen the big jump of people and how. How it's beneficial yeah, for, yeah. for everyone. Like, it's getting massive. You know, like, how long have you been doing it? You've been doing it for years, right? And you've uh, seen it from, about, about five years, yeah. From the beginning, it was only a handful of people. Yeah. Now, you got, what, over 400 teams? Yeah. we got, like, six, uh, 10 rookie teams here today, which is amazing. It's beautiful. Yep. we got one next to us on either side. Yeah. And we do give them a bit of a, a, bit of a helping hand in ways of how much stuff to bring. Yo, yeah. Like, my, my, my first couple of comps, man, I had I had a mate with a giant van and we had that thing packed to the roof. My four-wheel drive and a trailer packed to the roof. Now we've pared it right down, almost pack it in just two four-wheel drives. As you can see what I got, we got nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I showed the boys next door and I said, come and see what I bring. And they had a look and they jaws dropped and they go, oh, we got to do that. Yeah. Because you know, we know that from the packing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. comps, look, comps for me, it's not about winning or losing. It's about enjoying it, meeting new people. That's why I came up here. Yep. To meet new people, uh, introduce tooth-making Arabs, like to show people that Arabs aren't what people say they are. Exactly. You know what I mean? yeah, We're having yeah, yeah. fun. Also respecting my, my faith, respecting people. You know, we don't drink. So that's a good thing. You know how it is when people drink. Yeah. It's all good. Bye. Don't. You can have fun. Not a problem. Yeah. That's sure. what I do. I do it for fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Well, look, man. Just I'm. I'm gonna just uh, wrap this up uh, yeah. now, and because um, I know you got uh, another hand here to go. You got your your friend in the back here working real hard. Yeah, he's working. So I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. On a personal note. I just want to say that I love what you do. Um, I work with international people every day. That's what I've been doing for 20 years. I meet people, spend all day with, with you know, 18 different cultures in, in one classroom. And I love the fact that barbecue can bring people together. And I love that that's what you're doing. So oh, I just want to say thank you very much yep. for what you're doing for Multicultural Mate, Australia. Thank you for bringing barbecue every into Australia. That's what i got to say. The people who brought it in, <laughs> love it. You know, watching it on TV that first time, that, that's what got me. Yeah. And love it. Thank you very much, man. No that's, doubt, that's man. crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Again. Thanks, man.
Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. It's late in the afternoon here at Townsville Barbecue Battle. We've got just one more hand in to go. But one of the most interesting looking smokers here, I had to come up and just have a bit of a look at it and a bit of a talk. And I've managed to track down Devon from Iron Fire Australia, who is the brains behind the operation, I'm told. <laughs> so, kind of. Kind I'm of. the brand manager. We do have a couple of guys in Rockhampton, Yapoon area, who are the the ultimate brains behind the operation. They are the, the designers, the engineers, they made it all happen, but I've been helping along, getting the brand out there and helping people find out about what we do. Fantastic, yeah. all right, there you go. So I, I wanna kick things off asking you about uh, sort of what, what's drawn you from Rockhampton up to Toowoomba yeah, for this sure. uh, festival. Um, we, as Queenslanders, we're pretty passionate about the low and slow industry in Queensland. We are. And we're excited about the fact that there is a, I guess, a competition happening in our own area. Because obviously there's meat stock down in Sydney and in um, Melbourne and there's some other competitions in Sydney and things like that. But it's just really exciting to see something like this in Townsville. So we just, when we saw it um, being advertised, we thought we had to be involved. So we're really excited. And, and what a turnout the, yeah. for a small regional competition. The, the crowd is massive. Absolutely. We're, I'm so impressed. So impressed with the setup. So impressed with what they've managed to do with the space. And it's amazing to see not only how many locals are here, but also how many people from outside of Townsville as well. It's awesome. Well, as a, as a competitor myself, I just appreciate having such a large, flat grassed area. Yeah, that's right. That's so true. And we really appreciate the fact that we have so much access to the teams as well. It's been really amazing being in the same space as the teams and being able to see what they do, see what they're using, being able to talk to them. Sometimes at different places, you can feel quite separated from the teams, but it's so nice having us all together where you can see what's going on. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. fantastic stuff. Boxer, just completely random. Okay. Boxer dogs must be really popular in Townsville. <laughs> all, all I've seen today has been do uh, boxers and dash hounds. Yeah, I, I'd have to say that's a pretty fair assumption. I feel like there's people, There's I've seen more boxers almost than I've seen smokers today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Anyway, completely random and yeah, off topic. Right. Apo okay. <laughs> apologies for back, that. Back on topic. Here we go. Back on track. <laughs> so tell me about the relationship that you have with the competition here. Mm -hmm. I understand that you've actually um, donated a a smoker just like yeah. this one here behind us that is going to be raffled off for the event. Yeah, absolutely. So we, loving trade shows, we know that it's, it's really cool to be able to be involved in a unique way. And so, yes, we could have come on as a financial sponsor and um, we're like amazed at how many people have come back to the competition. Like it's awesome. But we wanted to, I guess, do something a little bit different. And so by donating a smoker, we're excited that someone in the region is going to go home with one of our smokers. And then, You're excited. Imagine how excited oh, they're going to be. I can't wait to see their face, to be honest. I'm really looking forward to it. So we're, we're really keen to have someone be able to go away with something really awesome like that today. And so we that's why we decided to donate one of our smokers because it'll just be, it's a really nice way, I think, to be a part of the community and to, I guess, encourage and show our support for what they're doing here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it'll it'll go a long way to to building the love of low and slow in this yeah. region too. Because whoever takes this home, I mm. guarantee they're going to be cooking for friends and family for yeah, years to come. That's right. Well, these these don't die. So yes, they'll be cooking on it. Their kids will be cooking on it. Their grandkids will be cooking on it. Absolutely, that's the plan anyway. So give me the rundown on this particular model. Okay, so this is our 20 inch, 20 inch with a cooking tower. And um, the way we've designed it is that in the tower, you can actually do pizzas. You can use it as a warming tower. So if you have something cooking still in the main cylinder, you can put the other food that's ready in the tower. Um, you can also raise your firebox floor right up and you can actually sear your steaks on the bottom um, level wow. of the tower as well. Yeah, so we try to make it as versatile as possible. In the cylinder, it's a reverse flow. So we do that because we find it's really good for consistent heat throughout the 
throughout the cylinder. So we reverse flow ours. And then we have a perilla tray in there as well that sits underneath the bottom grill. So you can fill that with coals and you can perilla on that as well. So we try to build it. Wow. It's kind of like an all-in-one sort of setup. So that's kind of, that really like our, our, our directors when they built it, the idea was that they just wanted one thing that could do everything. And so yep. that's kind of where the design was born. And so we do have an option that doesn't have the tower. So it just has a firebox grill. So it has a grill yep. over the top of the fire. Um, but we love the tower just because it gives you so many different ways to cook. And so, yeah, so that's the 20 inch with the tower. There's a lot of engineering gone into that. Yeah, there's a lot of time, a lot of prototyping, a lot of research and development um, gone into it. We've had lots of things have changed over the last year, um, but the version that we have now, we're so happy with it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you mentioned the uh, the, the steel of it before. Yes. What, what thickness is that? So it's six mil in the whole smoker other than the fire. The firebox is eight mil. Right, yeah. okay. And we just decided to make it that little bit thicker because we like the idea of having the extra insulation. And so it just helps, I guess, keeps your fuel going a little bit longer, a little bit. Uh, you d it just really helps with the consistency of heat. So we, we know that in some of the, I guess, more basic models, people struggle with heat fluctuation and things like that. So the great thing about these is that they find that the heat is just so consistent. And so that's why if you're going to get a smoker and you're going to spend a lot of money on it, we wanted to make sure things like your seals were really good, your heat was really consistent, you had a lot of options. And and it wasn't going to break down, your paint wasn't going to fall apart. That Those are kind of the priorities for us. So that's why we've chosen to go with the 8 mil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those things you listed are so important. Yeah. No, oh, absolutely. That's the feedback that we get a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you could just do one thing for me. Okay. If you can get onto your engineering team and get them to combine <laughs> that with the forward fold camper trailer that's over there that's oh, also being raffled off. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> so, so I could just disappear into the bush. Yeah, and just never come back. And, You'd be and, set. <laughs> and, and have one of these smokers built into that trailer. Oh, That'd be really good. That would be so good. We actually do do trailer pits. We're kind of, we're moving into that space. But I feel like having a trailer pit with a tent, with like a full fold out kitchen, would actually be the dream. Oh, that God, would yes. Be, <laughs> that would be amazing. You wouldn't need anything else. You wouldn't even need a house. It'd be great. No. <laughs> No, I, I, no one would ever sad. see me again. Be good. Well, you know what? That'd be a bit oh, sad. Oh, that'd so be good. Actually, oh, okay. No, no, we're not. We're not going to do that. Listen, we can, but we're not going to because we can't lose you. So sorry, sorry. We've decided we're not going to offer that, um, even though we're fully capable, of course. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Well, I'm, I'm going to say thanks very much for your no uh, for your time, for, for introducing me to the brand and explaining to me this fascinating looking smoker. I'm going to crawl all over it here in a minute. And cool, I'm going to have a look at all those things you I'm told glad. me about. Thanks so much for coming past. We really enjoyed it. Thank you. Hey, folks, it's Ben for Smoke and Not Confessions here. I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. It is all wrapped up here now at the Mike Carney Toyota Townsville barbecue battle, but I can't go home without having a good chat to my mate Fraser from Cereal Grillers Barbecue. Man, how you going? Very good, mate. Very good. Happy to be up in Townsville. I've uh, been very hospitable to us, you know, um, which is surprising considering how terrible we are. <laughs> but, um, no, we've had a really good day. Beautiful weather, beautiful location, really good people, really well set up event. Um, very impressive. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it has been absolutely spot on in every in every possible way. Yeah. And as a as a fellow competitor myself, I really appreciate so many acres of just dead flat cushy grass. Oh mate, I know, I know. It's not a bitumen car park. It's um it's got the beautiful like crazy um, beachscape behind us. Got free coffee and bacon and eggs for breakfast this morning. 
I didn't know that. We got free wings for dinner last night. We've been very well looked after, so very well done, guys. Uh, yeah, we're very, we're very happy. Oh, very good, well, very good. For. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're a Brisbane-based team. Yes. What brings you to Townsville? Mate, um, well, George originally, who is a butcher at Meter Billy's at the Ashgrove store, and I'm at the Rosalie store, he's originally from Townsville. He's been down in Brisbane for about six years doing butchering. Um, and Ben, his older brother, lives just around the corner up here um, in Townsville. So it was a, an excuse to come up here to the big festival up here and uh, see George's family. So it's all been a nice little close-knit uh, family affair that I've been a nice little third wheel on. But uh, it's been fly on the wall. I've, it's been very, very good. And we've done, we've done, we think quite well today. It's been a, it's an hour and a half or so until we find out. So I don't want to look like a silly bugger. But uh, at the same time, I think, I think we've done quite well. So worth the trip. Long way to come if we haven't. But at the same time, everyone's been really cool. Met a whole bunch of new teams. Uh, met, you know, some of the higher ups in Australian barbecue. And it's always good to schmooze. So, yeah, I'm happy. It is, it yeah. is, mate. It is. Now, speaking of doing well, I tried some of that brisket and it was banging, man. you got to yeah. tell me about that brisket. Yeah, we were really happy about it. It's a nine-score Wagyu brisket from Ooh. Security Foods that um, deals with Billy exclusively um, in Brizzy. And it is just like, yeah, tiger stripes cutting through it. So much marbling. You can feel it when you're cutting it. Um, you know, cut to precision, cooked right, rubs made by George, brines made by George, um, sauces all made by George. Really subtle but really work together. Um, you know, sort of flavour combinations and we think we've sort of got it down to a T now. We're doing a competition uh, next week in Cleveland and then the week, the month after in Brisbane. So if we do well with it, we're just, you know, find little tweaks here and there and hopefully, um, you know, they all come together and form the uh, perfect storm of barbecue and flavour. Yeah. 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 Now, Cleveland is next weekend, so you're barely going to make it home before it's time to, to, to no, go again. I'm going to uh, go home tonight to the boys' place, hopefully catch a couple of barrels tomorrow uh, and oh. then straight back to Brizzy uh, and then into Billy's to prep on the Thursday and annoy everybody in the butcher shop uh, get everything ready pack up and then straight to Cleveland on the Friday so um, it's really good you know having all these things so close together because you're sort of you the momentum is still there you're not you don't get cold and leave it a few months and it's all wishy-washy it's um you know all congruitive and it's uh yeah we feel like we're not dusty at the moment. Yeah, yeah, excellent. A little excellent. bit dusty this morning, but other than that, we're all good. <laughs> well, get out of it. Look at this. Clowns. Bloody clowns. 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 Oh, yeah. They're good boys. Yeah. <laughs> so Cleveland is a KCBS. Does that mean that you're going to do uh, Burley and Sunny Coast as well? Um, Burley's up in the air at the moment. Uh, we might be. We might not be. It's sort of on George at the moment. So hopefully comes through but um but at the moment it's just those so we've got locked in so yeah um but i remember last year the cleveland one being like the the standout uh, it was really you remember it was really it was well huge. put on yeah, and yeah. yeah it was um we we're looking forward to that it's only uh, seven more sleeps there you so, go yeah exactly i'm looking forward to it. i'll try to behave myself up until then as well i'll try to keep them in line as well <laughs> hopefully maybe they're hard to handle yeah yeah, yeah. right so as this is a uh, a, a brand new competition in a region that's sort of reasonably new to barbecue mm. what would be your advice to people that are watching from this area who are new to the barbecue scene 
just go to your local butcher and just ask questions because honestly it makes us stop prepping chicken or whatever we're doing and we have to talk about something we actually like it's part of our jobs now it's not like it used to be it's part of our jobs to know about this sort of stuff and a lot of the uh, butcher shops now are catering to this market like really really well whether it be dry aged steaks or wagyu or you know beef cheeks all the slow cuts those sort of cheaper cuts have now become obviously you know like way more prominent and people love to cook with them you just get yourself a bloody Weber kettle and that's you know spend yourself a hundred dollars they're worth the weight in gold and you eventually you know you'll become quite good at it every single time you learn something different you know yeah that's what I found I'm generally new like these guys have been doing it for years and years and years I've only been doing it for a year and a bit you know but being a butcher also is you know helps me be in it all the time but it's um it's it's yeah it's a really friendly community get to eat delicious food have a drink and camp out and go to new parts of your state new country so I cannot complain. Can't lose with that at all. No. Well, look, mate, that's some top advice uh, for the viewers. So thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Anytime. And best of luck at Handins. Thank you. And I'll see you in a week. You will. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Hey, folks, it's Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. It is all wrapped up. It's all done and dusted by the shouting here at the Mike Carney Toyota Townsville Barbecue Battle. And uh, you can tell I'm starting to get a bit tired. I was stumbling through that oh, little mate, introduction yeah. there. It's been a long day. Not as tired as you, though, Dan. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm not bad, mate. I'm glad it's over now and can start doing a bit of a clean-up and sit down, relax, and have a beer and wait for the results. So, Don't you get to just go straight to the airport now and just shoot oh, off and just leave it all to no. everyone else? <laughs> I wish it was that simple, mate, but I'm still here for a couple of days. So, <laughs> so what So what brings Big Smoke Barbecue up to uh, Townsville? Um, look, to be honest with you, it's, I've been competing now for four years, five years, and I've still got the bug, so I still like to get out on the road and travel around, and it's a, it's a great way to see different parts of Australia that you wouldn't normally see either. So, um, yeah, Townsville this week, and then who knows where I'll be next week. Cleveland. Cleveland, why not? Sure. <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. So I understand that you had a bit of drama get at, like actually physically getting here though. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I flew into Brisbane yesterday morning to do a changeover and ended up getting stuck at the airport for about seven and a half hours and cancelled flights and delays. And That's rough. Um, ended up getting here about three three hours after the, uh, the cooking window had actually opened. So it was a, wasn't the best start, but hopefully we've recovered today and we've handed in some good stuff and hopefully the judges liked it and we get some call-ups. So... So what do you do in that in that case where like because you brought your own meat up from Melbourne, I understand. Yeah, yeah. What do you do when you're stuck in the airport and your meat's just sitting there in in baggage? Uh, luckily enough, it was frozen and it was all tucked away in eskies with ice blocks, um, ah. so I wasn't too concerned. Um, and when I got my hands on it, I always had a backup plan up here. I had meat sort of sitting on standby. Ah, okay. But when I got it, I opened it up. It was still half frozen, so it was all good in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're starting to see more and more people start to do this uh, this FIFO barbecue competition thing, fly in, fly out. Yep. You've done it quite a few times now. Yep. What is it that is that that draws you to that to that FIFO? Because it's it, it it's got to make things more more complicated, doesn't it? It does make it a lot harder, um, but it sure beats travelling. Well, for me to drive from Melbourne to Townsville, it's four days there and oh, four days back. So if you flogged it every day there, if and you back. flogged it every day, so it's not the easiest thing to do, but. Uh, been barbecuing for a while now, so I've sort of got friends in different pockets of Australia, so it's, they're always just the phone call away, and it's and it's the same guys with them. If they come down to Melbourne, just fly in. I've got all their gear waiting for them, so um, all I do is carry up my knives and all my rubs and sauces, injections in my case, and everything else sort of here waiting for me to go. So it beats driving. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it comes to your smoker, though, you if you do uh, fly in, fly out. 
you are left smoking on something that's not yours. So yeah. how does that affect your cook? <clears throat> um, it, it, it's, it can be difficult at times. Um, you do learn to cook on a different variety of different smokers over the years. Um, so you do learn to adapt pretty quick and change your cook. Um, you know, for example, today I was cooking this little hark offset. Never cooked the one before, but um, you know, after ten minutes of lighting it and playing around with it, you sort of you get used to it and you find your hot spots and you just roll with it and hope for the best. All oh, righty, that sounds like you got it sorted. Oh well, we'll soon see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll soon see. Well, it's it's not long now. I think. No. I can see the uh, the custom cars are about to head off, yeah. so we're we're starting to get to the pointy end of the evening. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting those results out of the way and, and sitting down and having a beer with some mates. Oh, I was going to say, and then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be long now, mate. I'm counting down the minutes. So yeah. All right. Before I let you go. Yep. Three best pieces of advice you could give to people that are looking to FIFO a comp. Um, geez, that's a hard one. Well, I like to make all my sauces and injections at home. Um, I pack all my rubs and I cryovac everything in bags. Um, so if there is a breakage in, in, in your cases, you're not going to get all over your clothes. Um, call up all your mates and get as prepared as you can there. Make sure you cover everything you need from foil to tables to rescues to, you know, kettles to whatever you need. Um, and the third one is... I don't know, but I can't think of a third one right now. I'm too tired. I can't think of a third one. So the third one is make sure you get some sleep. Make sure you get some sleep, yeah. Maybe maybe fly up a day in advance so you don't get stuck in the airport for seven and a half hours. There you go, there, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you end up like me and you're stuck there for the afternoon. Yeah, yeah you were stuck there too. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you were. And, and you end up drinking all the honey bourbon in the bar. It's a, it's a very expensive way to spend an afternoon. It is very expensive to drink at the airport for seven hours. Yeah. Somebody has to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you... You took one for all of us, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Look, thanks so much for your time. No worries, Best of buddy. luck with it. Thank you, and, mate. And uh, thanks for repping the uh, southern states up here at Townsville. Love it up here, mate. It's first time up here, and I'll definitely be back. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a conversation. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of night. It's time to announce the winners of the inaugural Mike Carney Toyota Townsville Barbecue Battle. And uh, Phil, you're gonna stay on stage and help us out, give out these prizes. Sure, as long as there's no more questions about it. No more questions, no. And uh, Ben was going to do that. He's got the list and now he's walked off, so we'll just wait for Ben to come back. So we're just going to explain what's going to happen. So we, as we went through, there were five rounds today, so that's five proteins. We'll be awarding for each of those rounds a third place, a second place, and a first place. Uh, there is a trophy for third, second, and first. There's also a cash prize. I would say what that is, but I can't quite remember. Remember, I think it's 100, 200, and 400. I'm looking at Paul. No, yes. Now you can't remember. It's been a long day for the committee, but there is some cash there in an envelope. Um, first prize for each round also gets a kettle cone. Thank you to TB2, uh, where Travis and Tanya, they're here somewhere. Thanks for that. And also, first prize will get a, some, a bag of beautiful Gigi wood as well. So, Ben, when you're ready, mate. He is good to go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So are you ready to uh, to see the award ceremonies? Yes. Uh, competitors, can you please come as close as possible uh, to the stage? 
We, we do love the fact that you've been working very hard. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not aware, a lot of these people have been cooking since 3.30 this morning. So, they have been at it hard. But, shall we get straight into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we're going to start off with chicken. So there's going to be some call outs and then some call ups. So I'm going to call out 10 to 4. You can wave your hands in the air, jump up and down and shout. That'll be cool. And the call ups are going to be 3, 2, 1. So, yeah, the silence falls over the crowd. Nice. All right. Chicken, honorable mentions coming in 10th place. Barbecue Fairy Industries. The gentleman... Jeff Ivan does a lot of work with charities, so I'm very happy to see that. Eighth place is a tie, so tied ninth and eighth. Beastie Boys and Jocko Barbecue. Seventh place, Two Smoking Arabs. Sixth and fifth is a tie with Evolution Barbecue and Big Smoke Barbecue. Fourth place, Country Boys Barbecue. All right, now make sure you got your walking shoes on. It's call up time. In third position, can we please have the Queens of Q? Ladies and gentlemen, a local team, all ladies, the first all lady team in the region, and uh, they are very happy right now. find out this morning that one of these ladies listens to my podcast in the shower. Fun fact. My wife's going to love that. All right. So second place, can we please have in chicken, cereal grillers. All right. First place chicken, can we please have Oh, I got to try some of this today. It was damn good, too. My cue for you. The Rocky Boys. Okay, and if there aren't any further objections, shall we do pork ribs now? All right, tenth place and ninth place is a tie. Honorable mentions to Barbecue Fairy Industries and, oh, local team first-timers, the Meat Jerkin' Beef Boys. Eighth place, the ladies have done it again, Queens of Q. Seventh place, all the way from Melbourne, Big Smoke Barbecue. Sixth and fifth is a tied place, Beastie Boys and Smokin' Iron. And fourth place is Vegans... Worst nightmare. Okay, here we go. Just in time for the call out. Uh, call outs, yes. Call ups. Third prize, third place. Can we have TB2 Barbecue? Pork ribs. Travis and Tanya do a lot of work with a uh, with a barbecue charity up their way, so it is fantastic to see their uh, all their hard work coming to fruition here. Second place pork ribs. Take a walk, cereal grillers. 
first place pork ribs. Come on up, Dan and the Country Boys Barbecue. Alrighty, moving on to lamb now. Yes, definitely lamb. Alright, honorable mentions, 10th place, the Queens of Pew. Ninth place, Mad Meat Mates. Say that five times real fast. Eighth place, Vegan's Nightmare. Seventh place, Jocko Barbecue. Oh, local favorite, nice. Sixth, Berserker Barbecue. Five, TB2 Barbecue. And four, Two Smoking Arrows. I had a bite of that, that was very good lamb too. Okay, third place. Come take a walk for Lamb, third place, Beastie Boys. Second place. Alright, come on up again, Cereal Grillers. Have we got any bookies in the audience? Are the odds changing yet? Okay, and first place, Lamb. Please come on up, Country Boys Barbecue. All right, pork, let's do the, the call out. So wave your hands, cheer, jump up and down. Position 10, Northern Q. 987 is a three-way tie. Jocko Barbecue, Cereal Grillers, and Evolution Barbecue. Sixth and fifth is a tie. Fifth and sixth tie, Queens of Q and Beastie Boys. Fourth, pla <clears throat> Fourth place, Vegan's Nightmare. I've been talking too much today, running around doing all these uh, interviews and things. So, can we have third place? Come on up. Collect your trophy, the Mad Meat Mates. Second place four. Can we please have Big Smoke Barbecue? Being stranded in an airport for seven hours has clearly not shaken his game at all. Alrighty, first place pork, number one. Can we please have Country Boys Barbecue? Time to move on to the crown of barbecue, the brisket. Everyone wants to win this one. So, honorable mentions in 10th and 9th tie, we have... Is that a three-way tie? Sorry, I apologize. Three-way tie, 10-9-8. Meat Jerk and Beef Boys, Evolution Barbecue and the Mournival. Oh, rookie team. Oh, getting a call out on uh, on the brisket. Very impressive. Okay, number seven, Vegan's Nightmare. Number six, My Q for You. Number five, Two Smoking Arabs. And number four, the lovely Queens of Q. All right, so get ready to take a walk. Come on down, third place. Can we please have for brisket, Jocko Barbecue.
Ladies and gentlemen, a first-timer rookie team has just grabbed third place in brisket. Okay, second place for brisket. Can we please have Big Smoke Barbecue? Okay, first place for brisket. Get ready to hear some grown men scream. Cereal Grillings! So we're moving on to the pointy end now. We're counting down 10 to 1 to find out who is going to be the grand champion. Now, if you do win a grand champion award, you do get an entry into the Invitational. If you're not familiar with the Invitational, it's the biggest barbecue competition of the year. This year held at Black Bear just outside of Sydney. There is a $50,000 prize purse at that event. So by the end of this list, yeah. Yeah, 50,000. So someone is gonna be very, very happy to get into that, uh, to get their invitation for that. So, starting off at number 10, honorable mentions, 2BT Barbecue. Top 10 finish for Travis and Tanya, very nice. Number nine, Vegan's Nightmare. Number eight, Jocko Barbecue. Number seven, Two Smoking Arabs. Six, my cue for you. Five, Beastie Boys. Number four, Queens of Q. Okay, I do apologize. It's only the top two that are gonna get a call up this time. So third place. Big Smoke Barbecue. All right, so reserve grand champion. Just uh, refresh me of the prize pool here, mate. What's the prize pool for reserve? $500 and a trophy and uh, bragging rights. Gotta love those bragging rights. Come collect your bragging rights, please. The Cereal Grillers. The grand champion, as I said, the uh, the ticket to the invite, $2,000 cash, a giant trophy, a kettle cone, and lots of other things as well, and of course the ultimate bragging rights, grand champion at the inaugural Townsville Barbecue Battle brought to you by Mike Carney Toyota is Country Boys Barbecue! Before you go too far away, <clears throat> there's still a little bit more to tell you. So, something that uh, that they're doing here, which I think is absolutely wonderful, is they're recognizing all the rookie teams. So there's been a little bit of a sub-comp running as well. So we're gonna read out three, two, one. Or am I starting at, oh, sorry, am I just doing three, two, one? Do them all. Do them all, all right. I'll do everything that's on my page. Okay, so, eight. Okay. Nice. No? Uh, you're killing me, you're killing me. All right. Eight, GC Grills. Seventh, Morneville. Sixth, Smoking Iron. 
Number five, Mad Meat Jerkin' Boys and Mad Meats. What have you? Okay, all right. Four, Berserker Barbecue. Three, coming up and collecting a prize. Coming at, having their first walk up, Vegan Nightmare. Travis, come to the stage to present the trophy. Oh. <laughs> all right. He's miles ahead of all of us. All right. So, coming in first place for the rookies, Queens of Q. Massive congratulations to both Country Boys Barbecue and Queens of Q, number one in their uh, in their respective uh, fields. Absolutely fantastic. And I'm going to hand the mic back over now to the boss man. Give it up for Ben, everybody, and thank you to Phil. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate your help tonight, mate. And there you have it, family. The inaugural Townsville Barbecue Battle. Huge congrats go out to Cereal Grillers and Country Boys Barbecue on their RGC and GC winnings, and of course, much thanks for sharing their stories with us. Before I let you go, I want to remind you about the Hail Mary Tees, the Smoking Hot Confessions community on Facebook, and if you have a minute, it'd really help me out if you could subscribe, rate, and review the show. The ratings and reviews trigger the algorithms and make Apple distribute the podcast further and wider, so they're really important and very much appreciated. And that's the end of the show. Until next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions. <laughs>